You're listening to the Creating Healthy Families podcast, a podcast designed to prompt purposeful relationships in your family. Now, here's your host, Link Taylor. Hey, welcome back to Creating Healthy Families. I'm your host, Link Taylor. So glad you're with us today once again in our part two of two episodes. Amy Jo Girardi is with us today. Amy Jo, welcome back. I'm glad to be here, Link. So... Last time, episode 16, we got into some conversations, nine of them, actually. We did. That's right. And we talked about nine statements that need to be spoken in every home. And today is the second half of that conversation. So today, we're going to be looking at five things to be aware of. The yeah. context of some of those. Right. So last time, yeah, and I encourage you to look to listen. Don't look, but listen, listen. to episode, episode 16, 16 as we kind of unpack the nine but if we're not careful, we just uh, you know we just think just saying them um, is is I guess good enough. But uh, but here here's just some thoughts, some five just kind of thoughts of of when we say these statements, and, and also some of them it may give us a resolve to say them. So oh, that's good. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and read through these, and then you are going to share some yeah. context. Yeah, we'll so the first that, huh? one would be. Never assume your family knows these things from you or that needs are being fulfilled. Yeah, I think this this idea of that we assume that our children know from us, such as we say these things as I love you or you have purpose or, um, hey, I've, I've got your back or, you know, these these statements that we say that we that our children know them and and. Because they're familiar statements. Yeah, like, oh, I'm sure they know this. Yeah, I'm sure they, they do. They catch. I mean, I don't have time. I get to speak food words. in a house and all sorts of things. They know I love them. Yeah. So, I, but I think that's one of the the biggest lies and biggest threats hmm. uh, to actually making sure we that our children are consistently hearing these things uh, in the family setting is is that we assume. We right. assume, well, of right. course they know. I mean, I, it's amazing how often I hear that. Um, and then, but then, as a dad, I'm going to be the one. I mean, I'm going to not assume. In fact, I'm going to say it so much that they will know for sure. Yeah. That that you know, my children will know that I love them. Yeah. And, and all the statements. So yeah. That's good. Number two. Lies are being heard from other sources. Yeah. So I mean, we have got to be aware. Uh, of the lies that our children might be listening to and that the enemy is at work and and they're being bombarded with lies. And Mm -hmm. so the more we can be tuned in and that's built in the, into this idea of we have to have a strong relationship with our kids right? because it's in those moments, especially as they become middle schoolers, high schoolers is those when those, uh, those are those times that, um, those moments that the lies will begin to come out. They may not just flat out tell us, but we'll be able to to kind of uh, to hear that in different ways right. of these lies that that they're listening to. Uh, it may be internal. It may be external. Right. What are what are some of those lies? Yeah. That- and so, I mean, this is this is huge. Is that um, I'm only accepted by what I do. That it's it's performance based. I have to perform at a certain level in order for my parents to accept me and love me. Yeah. Um, or I'm not wanted 
I'm not wanted or known because I mean, how many? We all think we all know our failures, right? In a sense, or we know the things that we mess up in, or the things we're not confident in uh, more than anybody. And so, and we uh, blow them out of proportion too. Absolutely. So, as families, we're so, trying to help bring that bring, perception. Bring that into, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I think the a lie is it, it's all up to me. I'm I'm totally by myself. <laughs> I think especially in that home where. Uh, the parents. Now, these are extreme cases. The parents are, are maybe seeing themselves as more providers versus n- nurturing and cultivating relationships. Um, I think this lie is: I have nowhere to put my guard down. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm out. It's not safe I'm anywhere. At, at school, I'm being bombarded. I'm uh, at the sporting event, at the band, whatever it is. I can't do anything wrong. And then I come home, and then I can't do anything right. You know, I can't do anything right anywhere. Really, is what I meant to say, but. Uh, but I have nowhere to just to simply come home and put my guard da- put my guard down, and I'm this is a safe place, right? Yeah. Um, and then expectations are crushing, and we live in a conditional world. It kind of goes back to I'm accepted by only what I do. Is I have to that we think, and I think, and this is how we view God is that we have to do things in order to be loved. And so, how do uh, how, how do I, as a loving father, unconditionally love my children to let them know i I love them because mm-hmm. it's not something not, they do yeah it's just simply because i love them yeah. and so i think that's some of the big these crushing lies uh that are being heard and some of them are are internally they're not going to say it they may <laughs> not have heard it externally uh, but they're saying it to themselves so right Number three know the backdrop or setting of our statements yeah i mean it's this is simply is am I saying one thing, but I'm acting another, you know, toward them? Right. Um, you know, these these statements, uh, are, are they in line with the relationship I have with them? Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, you we, can't say, I love you <laughs> as you're throwing their stuff out the window yeah. or, you know, I don't know, that's extreme. But. Right, exactly. But it is. <laughs> it's these, you know, it, it's like the the body. What what are our, what's our body language saying, or our eyes? Hmm. You know, our eyes are they rolling back in our head like, oh my goodness, here they go again. Mm-hmm. You know, and and of course I trust you. You know, but our but our body language and our eye to eye contact is not saying is not saying the right the right thing. Yeah, or you know, like the statement, "I love doing life with you," but you're always on your phone. Yeah, you know that's a disconnect for sure. Oh, that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, or I've got your back. Uh, or I'm praying for you, or I know you, but they, but, but we as parents never spend time with our kids, yeah. and there, you know, we can say it all day long, but what's the story of our family? What's the story of our relationship saying? And that is enormous, and that's saying just as much as maybe just a, a, as a as a phrase may be, but they still need to verbally hear it from us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do uh, when I teach this at some conferences, I have these. I have these uh, pictures, and one of the picture it's it's a real picture when you're entering Colorado. I think it's probably from the southeast corner, but it says "Welcome to Colorful Colorado." <laughs> it's a real sign, mm-hmm. but it's just as brown Bleak. as anything. Yeah, there's no mountains. It's, <laughs> it's just, like, it, and it's just so funny. We're like, no, that doesn't match up with, uh, you know. And there's another one from a mall. It's a it's a it's a sign on a door, and it says. Uh, it, it says it, it's a it's a fix it shop. We fix anything, but then it says <laughs> go around to the back door. Door's broken. 
you know, so yeah, it, context. It, yeah, so it just uh, context is everything with that. Yeah. yeah. Number four, don't expect to unload all statements at once and expect impact. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's we don't sit down and say, okay, this Monday night at seven o'clock, I'm going to say the nine statements and I'm just going to unload them. I mean that's yeah, that's not what we're talking about here. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not a checkoff system, you know. We just get them all out at, at once. Uh, but it's it's best done, you know, organically, spontaneous, and it's naturally. It's in the it's in the trenches of life. You know, my wife laughs at me all the time that I I and I I do this. I admit, as when I cook, I like to cook on high. Okay, let's just let's just get it done. You know? <laughs> And so Turn the heat up. it's not the cook best it. for the, you know, if we're cooking a, cooking a meat like a crock pot would do or whatever. She gives me a hard time all the time. But it's the same thing here. It's just it, can't speed it up. We, we cannot. Exactly. We cannot speed this up. It, you know, you've got your own family dynamics mm-hmm. uh, that you, you know, that this kind of the pace of your life that, that you find yourselves in, maybe the age of your kids. Uh, but it's just being, you know, being patient and allow these things to occur, especially if your family is not a very verbal family, <laughs> meaning you don't say things a lot. So all yeah. of a sudden you're saying these things and you're in. You're like, what? What? What what'd you say that Children, for? Children, direct your attention to the wall where we've posted the nine statements. <laughs> yeah. And now let's pray. <laughs> yeah. And so and sometimes now some families, this is very natural. It's like Link, of course. I know many of our listening audience, this is not natural mm-hmm. to encourage these things. And so it may be awkward at once. So um, but anyway, but it's just, yeah, don't expect, um, you know, to just to unload all the statements at once and expect uh, expect impact. All right. And then the last one that we're dealing with today, number five, be careful not to mandate a certain response or a positive one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't mandate. Um, or be careful not to mandate that when I say these statements, this is how they're going to respond, mm. or this is how I expect them to respond. And if they don't, I have some more statements that I'll say to them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it's it's we're saying these. Remember, it's organically. It's the messiness of life. Their story is continually being written. It goes back to the age of your child. Uh, you're building into this uh, memory bank into your children, um, and so it's it's a process. But don't expect this certain response. And I think this is this is illustrated when my two oldest daughters were four and two, <laughs> and when my two year old hit my four year old, I think it must have been with a a doll. And dolls can be <laughs> they've got hard faces. They have hard faces and hard feet. Yeah, I think it was the foot. But hit my oldest daughter right in the head, and it it swelled up, and it was bleeding. Now, all of a sudden in the home, we heard both of them crying, and we start running in. And my oldest daughter, Grace, is holding her head, and my other daughter is yelling at her saying, I told you I'm sorry. (laughs) And we tried to get to figure out what was going on. What happened is... Toy Beth, who was two, hit Grace, who was four in the head. <laughs> and it hurt. And she's bleeding. And, you know, but Joy Beth said, was thinking in her mind, if I told her I'm sorry, she should, then everything's fine. Yeah, and we move on. Right? Yeah, immediately. 
And, uh, and of course, that's, that's a silly illustration, but that's what was happening. So, but that's what we have to be careful as parents is not to mandate in the moment a certain response. But there's, there's a bigger story going on in our child's, child's heart mm-hmm. and life, the lies they continue to listen to that we're speaking truth into their, into their uh, life, as they, into their hearts and into their minds, as they continue to figure out this whole thing of being the age that they are. And right. so, uh, but we have an amazing opportunity uh, to speak truth and to speak life into our kids uh, that can have a lasting impact. Right. You're, I, I think of just a, a garden too, of what are we cultivating? So, um, and how a garden grows, in, not overnight, but right. these, you know, just it takes time. It takes all the right ingredients. So. Yeah, and let's say these nine ingredients are ingredients. What we don't do is that when I, I love to make chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not just going to put all the ingredients on the counter and walk away from it and keep looking back mm-hmm. at it. Well, they're not, they're not being poured into the bowl. They're not right. being mixed together, and that's what they have to do. We, have, we can't just simply know these and how to use them. We have to put them into action and to, uh, and to do it. So. Yeah, so I appreciate your time today once again. And, um, yeah, and this, the, the opportunity we have as parents to speak life and to, the influence we have. And, uh, and one of the biggest lies we can hear as parents uh, is that we've lost, uh, you know, influence or we've lost the opportunity to speak life into our kids because they're a certain age. And do not listen to that lie uh, because we as parents can't look past, I mean, we have to look past the the physical maybe look of our kids uh, and look into their hearts and the opportunity we have um, to leverage moments and to uh, and to speak life into them. So I encourage you as parents to, like we do every time, is to think through um, just your family life and uh, just think through the, the relationship, the health of the relationship you might have with your child. Uh, what are some of the lies that that your child may be hearing. Um, and once again, you, you might need to, to, to spend time, go to a coffee shop or throw a ball back and forth or whatever it might be is to these lies and these threats, uh, these vulnerabilities may begin to come out in conversation. So, um, but I want to encourage you to just write these down and, um, and, you know, if, if it feels awkward, if it feels overwhelming, if you feel inadequate, <clears throat> my encouragement to you is, is to pray, and then you simply start putting these into action. And, uh, and to be encouraged by our statement, we say at the end of every single podcast, wherever you are as a family, that's a great place to start. So thank you again. Until next time. Bye-bye.